I love mm -hmm. her idea of uh, let's let's go visit the politician that's threatening to to find us out the ones that are avoiding the vaccine and expose us and track us down kind of thing. Yeah. So that guy needs to be exposed. Uh, who are you uh, to think you can think you can tell us what to do with our health care? This is just uh, so ridiculous. I think <clears throat> early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on. So uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for, uh, and, and some of that may spill into next year. But our commitment is everyone will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, everyone will, uh, but I, I can't say that you know that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year. Grant Edwards here from Liberty NZ, and with me today is John McGlone from Kentucky. Good afternoon, John. How are you doing, brother? I'm doing very well. We were um, having a discussion before the show about um, the pharmaceutical industry, and um, we'd come up with the idea that um, it was uh, a purported... Uh, to the public that it was a good thing for us but in reality it's caused so much damage how do you um how do you right. see the pharmaceutical industry uh, as a whole you think they're here to help or well, they're they are uh, absolutely complicit in worldwide injury vaccine injury and deaths I suppose in the millions, but in our country, there's hundreds of thousands of families that have been affected, uh, children that have been severely injured, autism, uh, other worse conditions, uh, and then, of course, the deaths as well. And what we were talking about was uh, a law that had been put into place in 1988, United States Code, uh, Title 42, uh, paragraph 300 alpha alpha dash 22 standards of responsibility if I may just read it uh, mm. really quick uh, subpara a general rule except as provided in subsections B C and E state law shall apply to a civil action brought for damages for a vaccine related injury or death okay so no vaccine the next paragraph no vaccine manufacturer shall be uh, liable in civil ac uh, action for damages arriving from a vac vaccine-related injury or death associated with the administration of a vaccine after October 1st, 1988. Hmm. That's okay, it goes on to talk about you know side effects, unavoidable purposes, and so it, it completely sets the manufacturers of these wicked concoctions that we were talking about, the mm. pharmacia witchcraft yeah. sorcery, sorcery. Mm. that they've come up with these uh, huge neurotoxins, formaldehyde, uh, all kinds of things that are in these preparations. And uh, they're giving uh, children up to 70 shots before they're, they're three years old. How and now, and of course, now they're they're wanting to apply that to everybody, every age, every every level, so mm. they can sell more. Mm. So, well, we're not having to pay for this. What do you mean? Yes, there's a huge, in the billions of dollars of productivity lost, human uh, resource lost. You know, these are future doctors and engineers and mathematicians and astrophysicists that have been damaged by vaccines, damaged by this, 
these pharmacies, mm -hmm. um, like Bayer and uh, other huge industries, that pump out these poisons, and that are we've talked about this too, brother. Our tax money funds the research. They use the university system as well, which is our tax money. Yeah. So they fund the research. Then they fund. The, they have the audacity to seek grants to get funding to make sure all the people can get it that can't afford it. Hmm. So now they're giving away free poison. Everybody's going like, isn't this lovely? Our government's taking care of us. Isn't this a lovely thing? Well, all hmm. the... At the time, our lovely government since the United States, since 1988, you probably have a similar law yeah. in New Zealand and yeah, other do. countries yeah. as well. Yeah, with vaccines, we do. That uh, sets them completely free from any uh, civil penalty since 1980. I was shocked. I mean, I thought it you know, would be like nine, you know, 2018, something like that. Or something rushed through no, with COVID. This, That's what I thought. It was like it was done last right, year. Right. No, no, no. It's been going on no, for No, this has been years. going back a long time. Mm. Yeah. So we were also talking about the uh, uh, vaccine court system that has been established because, I mean, obviously they need to give something. So they give this measly $150,000 token uh, credit to families who've lost children, families who have severely uh, injured children, that will need, you know, lifelong care that will cost millions of dollars. Uh, and that's just in resources. That, that's not in time or livelihood or my children can't have grandchildren because they're so affected by, by these toxins. And then and while you're damaged, they're giving you other, other pharmaceutical drugs which have a whole other, another um, set of side effects to... Um, to help you with the problem that they've caused in the first place. It's just like they're experimenting on us. Yeah, Bill Gates wouldn't have his family vaccinated with his own vaccine. Uh, do you know that for is that fact? Can we actually get... Um, I need to get I, that. I'd have to look for the source, yeah. yeah but I, uh, source. I, I saw that in an article. Yeah, got to have a source for it. Yeah. But oh, yeah, I definitely saw it in the media. Well, that says so. a lot, doesn't it? The man pushing vaccines on the world... True won't do his own children do you think there's any truth yeah. to the rumors that um some of these people you know, i mean the, the fact that people are going out in front of the cameras you know um, personalities and politicians are in front of the cameras getting their vaccine making a big show of it pushing you know just total bombardment of you know just propaganda all the time uh, to us do you think they're really do you think there's any truth to it that they, that they might be having a, a saline solution and not and not the actual vaccine uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it mm. it does beg the question. Mm. Um, or were they just stupid as well? Uh, some of some of them, <laughs> like yeah. just stupid as well. And yeah, I just I just revert to yeah, they're just dumb. I mean, and now there could be some like powerful people like by the Biden family all lining up, right? So I know very well they aren't taking that that uh, cocktail of poison in for sure. No. So they either have a uh, false injection type system or they're using saline injection. Easy to do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, we need to keep you alive because, you know, you're running the show, you know, and keep the elite families alive in case something go, does go wrong. But we'll just experiment with right. the hordes. Right. The, the well, human... they, that's the thing. They they want, uh, I think Georgia Guidestones, we've talked about that before too, and mm. in that... Uh, monument or whatever you uh, call it, 
Um, it says they want to reduce the population of the world to 500 million. I can't so, find to it. 500. Uh, it's not in English, is it? That It's in different languages, isn't it? Babylonian and hieroglyphic. And, yeah, I know. think it's in seven different languages, but it's in English too. Is it? Oh, okay, because I couldn't see anywhere I could yeah, actually I could. read those words, you know, the population 500 million. Oh, wow. You've seen it? Yeah, okay, you've seen it. Oh, yeah, I sure have. Right, wow. And no one knows who put that there, who authorized it. It's just there, just appeared. It's here it is right here. Maintain humanity under 500 million people in perpetual balance with nature. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, then we're talking about, you know, 7 billion people got to go away. That's a lot of people. I can't see any other way of them doing that other than through a vaccination program brought on because of a, 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 a worldwide global pandemic. Well, see, the, the, the irony of it, brother, is that the... The vaccines themselves are a biological weapon. Mm. Yeah. So if it's a biological weapon, in, in in a different, you know, when you think of a biological weapon from a military standpoint, it's like, okay, dengue fever, uh, bird flu, some, but but weaponized or it makes you super sick, prolonged, uh, leading unto you know, major injuries and death, and spreads very rapidly. That's what you. You know, typically we'll think of a pandemic or a biological weapon working that way. But this biological weapon is different because of the mRNA, because of little robots, the little mm. DNA robots mm. that are changing stuff killing within you, us. Killing you from the inside. Now we need to go to community by community, neighborhood by neighborhood, and oftentimes door to door, literally knocking on doors to get help to the remaining people protected from the virus. Look. Equity, equality, it remains at the heart of our responsibility of ensuring the communities that are the hardest hit by the virus have the information and the access to get vaccinated. I'm still tired. I can't catch up. I can't catch up with my um, sleep. I go to bed, but I still feel tired when I wake up. My wife and I were talking about this today, that it, uh, as we grow older, at day just Eyes by, mm. and then it, it, your weeks, your months. It's like I, my supposition is okay. When I'm a year old, that's my whole life. Okay, so it took me a whole my whole life to get to this first birthday, if if I could remember that time, right? Mm. And so when I'm two or three, same thing. Oh, so I'm two years old now, and my whole life, and I think it's so long, right? Yeah. Then you start hitting twenties and thirties, you realize how fast it's going. Bro, by the time you get to 61, oh, man, it is flying. You wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep. As a, for a Christian, I just see like, oh, Lord, you're, you're turbocharging me, right? I, I got to push through this last thing, this little baptism, uh, you know, the, the death of our bodies. We've got to mm. put, put away this flesh, man. It just it needs to go away, you know. Mm. It needs to, to die, in order to bring forth life. That's right. And uh, so, so you know, Jesus taught that first. Uh, it's That's wisdom from him. You know, if the corn is put in the ground and dies, mm. or dies in, in the ground, then it brings forth new life. And so we, we know that, uh, you know, sin brings forth death, and that he's bringing forth life from that death. Mm. And that's the good news. I mean, that yeah. is great news that, by faith, like a child, I, Lord Jesus, help my unbelief. Lord Jesus, help me 
you know, press forward and press through and bring as many people as we can bring with us. Amen. Hmm. It is gonna, you know, we're going to get there. Everything is going to be flipped upside down, brother. Every, oh. All these people that are in charge, all this wickedness, is all gonna, they're going to have such horrifying judgment. Well, I feel so it's frustrated be, with them. You know, they seem to be—they seem yeah. to be way ahead because it's—it's—they're so entrenched. It's so entrenched yep. that it's sickening and it's shocking. The because the entrenchment's right. been going on probably for fifty years or more. But I, you know, it's probably—it's probably the the mystery of iniquity has been here all along. But I've noticed that in the last thirty years. Um, Certain people were going into positions, you know, in universities and in politics, right. and now they're all coming out. You know, it's like the devil is just like bringing them out onto the stage, where they can mm -hmm. just. And they're the the. It's like a friend of mine said, it's like the children, like bully children, are now controlling our earth, right. controlling our country, mm -hmm. and we're the grown ups, we're the adults, and we're being <laughs> we're allowing these children, these bully children to control us and we're not doing anything about it right. and so you, right. they're just pushing us into things you know this whole vaccine thing they're just mm -hmm. it's they're just bullying us into it it's not it's not reasonable and we're allowing it yeah, it's not reasonable. Yep. Um, unfortunately most people aren't aren't uh you know they're not on that side but they're just like sheeple they're they're just well they're allowing they're just the bully children what they hear to, to rule the roost That's the goodies right. and the baddies my friend says he said, these are baddies goodies you know goodies don't use propaganda right. to convince people of, but but she just said did you hear our prime minister two weeks when you go into into isolation they give you two weeks of sustained propaganda we drum in that messaging around the dangers of covid pretty diligently for a full two-week period of sustained propaganda she was head of the um, Communist Youth uh, Organization, or whatever you call it. In 2009, she was she was recorded, you know, in a in a sort of like um, a Catwoman suit, you know, like in her underpants, up on stage, talking to a whole bunch of others, um, right. saying, "Comrade, comrade, 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 and comrade, 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 comrade." Someone said, oh, um, one of the fellows interviewed her and says, "Would you call yourself a, uh, a socialist?" She goes, "No, not really." But then when she was questioned about um, when she was a socialist, have you changed since those days? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> so she, she's a liar, and she runs our country. Mm -hmm. And she's not with us. She's against us. Georgia Guidestones. Oh, okay. I bought a new phone the other day. There it is. You maintain humanity under 500 million. Yeah. My supposition is they will be transhumans. They won't be gendered. They won't be... There'll be this this kind of zombie-like creature that just does the bidding of the rich people, the elite rulers. So, <clears throat> sort of like that's slaves. What they're there for you know, slaves to take out the garbage and clean up the septic tanks and maintain the systems and that kind of stuff. So, uh. you know, mow the lawn. You know. <laughs> anyway, so it's demonic, it, it, isn't it? And we know it's it won't demonic. win. We know yeah, it, it, they won't win. We're the winners. Our right. Lord, our Captain, right. is going to win. Is going to smash them. Yep. So, smash do you find you're conflicted? I, you're probably not as much as me, but I'm conflicted between um, just preaching the gospel, just going out and preaching the gospel, and warning people you need to get you need to be, you need to get saved. You need to 
repent of your sins and trust Jesus Christ because there's no hope. This, this we're not, we will not win against this. Or am I better to go out and just warn people about the vaccines? And I'm thinking we're all going to die anyway, aren't we? Whether you have a vaccine or not, you're going to die and face Jesus Christ. So I was sort of well, thinking. I wanted to to share with you the. Uh, I don't have the image yet, but a friend of mine had a vaccine banner made up, and uh, it basically says, uh, I, "I'm uh, vaccinated with the blood of Jesus Christ. I have I, I have no fear of death. I'm vaccinated with the blood of Christ." So it's a really cool banner, and I like the idea, but I want to tweak it a little bit. I want to get that Im images of that from my friend David Grisham on Facebook, hopefully soon. This is my message, but uh, he he bought that banner uh, from uh, friends of ours, J.K., and uh, he... Or J.K. Oh, I know where I can get the, this. He, he's um, hey, you know JK. street gear, isn't he? Shirts. Shoots that speak or something, or... <clears throat> Yeah, I've bought I've bought a yeah. banner or two off him. He's been very good because one of the banners fell apart and he yeah, replaced he's, it. He's that's good for him. Mm. Good job. I don't see it, unfortunately. Can you send me the it PDF? Was a custom banner. We'll get him to send me the PDF, and I'll get um I'll get it made here because it's it's just too expensive with freight and you have to wait too long. If I sure. get if I, I can get the file, uh, then I'll get it made well, at I'm a sure he would do printer that for here. You. Yeah, and I'll do it when you've. That's your one. Let's once see. you've got it sorted. Well, you text me a reminder, and I'll I'll try to get you his contact information. Okay. Because I think it cost me about six hundred New Zealand dollars for one banner. By the time I got it done and bought it and got it here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. said I don't have that money spare at the moment. <laughs> but I can right. get one made for about. Oh, I think they're going to charge me with. I mean, I probably, yeah, with um, all completers, with little hand grips this time. I want to go for hand grips because it's getting wilder over here. Right. Um, probably, I think, two or three hundred. wild everywhere, bro. Mm. You know, when we, when we are talking with someone who's carnal, a spiritual moment will always come up. Something, like in that conversation you were having with them, I mean, death came up like a hundred times. So then you ask Socratic-type questions. Then you stick a spiritual question there. Well, Liz, what do you think happens after you die? Oh, we're worm food. We, uh, uh, as Mormons, we get to go to heaven, 144,000 of us, uh, and, you know, whatever they're believing uh, this week. And, um, and the rest ah, of you, you will mean. go to hell. And then I can say, what about you, Dennis? Okay. What's good, what do you think is going to happen to you when you die? Right. What do you think is going to happen to you when you die? And so when you put it, you remember that, that formula that we did, I hate to use the term formula, but that kind of that step-by-step -step process, you know, God forbid if you died today, Dennis, and stood before Jesus, do you think he'd be guilty or innocent? I mean, once you've asked them both their opinions of what the afterlife is all about, now you can expose them to the truth yeah. and actually give them Bible verses and, hey, it, you know, it'd be nice if we could talk about this again. I always like to add that in, you know. Yeah. And uh, people will typically they'll say, "Oh yeah, we can talk about it again," because you're letting them judge themselves, and they're admitting they're guilty. I mean, ninety-nine percent of the time, bro, they admit their guilt, and uh, many of them will admit they don't know what's going to happen when Jesus judges them, um, and that gives an open door to say, "Well, can I tell you what Jesus said?" And they'll say, "Sure." Most times, they will. You'll you'll get God's justice, and that involves hellfire. 
Yeah. Well, why would why would a loving God? And I'll ask him this too. You know, why would a loving God throw people into eternal fire torment forever? That doesn't seem very loving, does yeah. it, Dennis? <laughs> he would say, No, yeah, actually, I've been wondering that my whole life. Why would why would uh, a God that loves us throw most of us into hell? And then you can give him the answers because he's holy and he cannot abide with sin. Therefore, we have to be cleansed through the blood of the, the Savior. And this is truly the, great, the, the greatest gift and the greatest neglected gift is Jesus. So, unfortunately, for most of humanity, they is, is the greatest, well, such regret they'll have, you know, while they're in that fire, existing in torment forever. Their greatest regret will be, oh, Jesus, why, why did I curse your name? Oh, Jesus, why did I neglect to a relationship with you is just be over and over and over and over and over again gnashing their teeth wailing i i'll never get out of here just like he said mm-hmm. and we knew it we and they and that's everything stripped away on judgment day right they have nothing to hide behind no more excuses no more pomp and power and all influence and all that trash no more non-belief pride. it's all no excuse for non-belief right, no more unbelief mm. they're all right? believers they believe now they're all believers yeah. now. That's a that's a huge thought right there, brother. Mm. There are no unbelievers in hell. Mm. Everyone in hell uh, believes. Yeah, but it's, it's too, too late. late for them. Too late. Too late. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. fact, yeah. probably they'll be saying, "I wish that Grant Edwards had just been a bit more. Oh, if only he'd been more pushy. persuasive. Maybe <laughs> I might have more listened. Pushy. Yeah. If only he just like." Just kept at it. Why couldn't he keep at it? Mm. Why did he only give me one opportunity? Who is he to decide how many opportunities I get? Why didn't he just keep going? Well, as, as, soon, as soon as the carnal mind would come up with a, an excuse like that in front of Jesus, he'll show them, listen, I sent 30 servants to you. You rejected them all. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't just Grant. It yeah. was Grant and John and Sally. And, and I, I gave you 45 opportunities to receive a tract. And... And you saw my by my holy word collecting dust on your bookshelf, yeah. eight thousand four hundred twenty-two times. Yeah. And so it was he, that he it was that none that, that born again right. Bible believing none in your own church that tried to show you the truth. What I think you, I shared that story from from Waikiki with a couple of Roman Catholics were staying in the church. You did, yeah. Born again believers. Yeah, yeah for I, sure. I knew they were born again as soon yeah. as they walked out the door. I knew it. Yeah, he came right over to us. Yeah, yeah. great. So should I, I did sh- want to commend you, brother. I'm really enjoying the podcast. And now uh-huh. that I figure out how to listen to it on my car. So um, you, keep, keep sending me links to the podcast. Have you done the app? How, well, how well, do I, all you've got to do is just, is just follow. Um, just get the, get the app, um, Podbean, and then just click follow. I have and, it. Yeah. And we I, just I did that. Oh, well, you should just get them. They should be coming. Every time you, you look on your folder, it says ones you're following. And then there, there's the latest one. I go to following. Oh, there you are. Yeah, the so, only person. Oh, okay. So you, you you hit that, and then you and then you see the latest one. Oh yeah! Wow, look at that. Yeah, and then what you happens is when you here. when you hit one, it just carries on playing. It just goes keeps on playing, and you can see the ones you've played and the ones you haven't. And if you stop, it goes back to where you left off. It's pretty quite a good. I quite like it. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, thanks very much, John, and we look forward to having you on the show again in the very near future.